Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you. All right, even though I said that I was going to do Marriage Mondays for the month of June, they have actually been one of the most listened to and responded to and shared series that I've done so far. And while, again, I am the farthest cry from a marriage expert, I've not been married for decades. I've only ever been married once. We have a very, I think, great marriage. Um, But there's just been a lot that I think about and I see and I want to talk about when it comes to marriage. And so today we're going to talk about the idea of respect and earning it um, and giving it, Uh, especially this one is for the wives to the husbands, because this I think is just an area that goes against the grain of our sinful flesh um, and just the sinful narrative of the world that we live in. The idea is you see and hear a lot of things that sound something like, you know, he needs to earn my respect, um, whether it's in a marriage or a job or whatever. And I think what's really unique is that marriage and just God's kingdom in general, it's ironic because right now at our church, we're going through a sermon series and they've titled it the upside down kingdom. It's a, it's a series We're working through the book of Luke and how everything Jesus does is kind of flipped upside down from what the world would say. So to our worldly, fleshly, sinful mind, respect should be earned, right? You need to prove to me that I should give you respect. However, I would challenge you to think and consider to flip that upside down, that people grow in their qualities that make you respect them when you start respecting them from the jump. So even if right now um, you are in a marriage where you don't have a lot of respect for your husband or wife, mostly husbands for, this is for the women to the husbands. Um, And I would say that you not respecting him or making comments like, you know, I, I don't respect you or I will respect you if, when, and putting all of these stipulations on him receiving your respect is stunting his ability to grow as a man. I think there's something to men wanting to rise to the occasion of earning or keeping or upholding the image that their wives have of them. And I, we see this even in like the Proverbs 31 woman, right? Her husband is revered in the town and spoken well of because of her attitude, her, um, description, her representation of him in their community. And so the way that you revere your husband, the way that you respect him, the way that you treat him in private and in public, I think can be more powerful to him becoming the kind of person that you want him to be than you bashing and and putting these stipulations or these 
quali- this qualification, like you have, I, I will respect you when, or you have to earn it. Um, it, it stunts them and there's a defeated attitude, a defeated mindset that comes with that, right? Like they, there's this thought of, well, I'm never going to be able to be all of that. Why even try on the flip side? If it's, you are the leader, you are the provider, you are the head of this household. Even when you're like, Ooh, I don't know how I feel about that decision. Putting that confidence in your man helps them to rise to the occasion because that is how God made men to be. I believe Um, that they are, they want and need that, that wind in their sails of yes. And and, and almost like a little bit of a healthy um, pressure that I don't think works the other way. Like if I think women would feel, I know um, this is just me speaking from experience. If I were to suddenly feel all of the pressure to provide or lead or whatever from my husband, I think a woman's um, makeup would pushes back against that. And maybe this is just me and I, this is just my nature. I'm, I am more submissive. I'm not confrontational. I don't like you know, to feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders. Um, it doesn't make them feel broader. It doesn't make them feel more capable. It makes them feel small and scared and overwhelmed. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, and so, but I think, and again, this is just me speaking from a very small sphere that when men feel like, wow, she really believes that I am capable of all of that that there is a level of rising to the occasion. There's a level of, I don't want to let her down and she has all the confidence in the world in me. So I'm going to be that guy. And then they go and they be that guy. And then it's just this perpetual awesome cycle of upside downness, right? Where maybe I'm not really sure that I can do that, but my wife believes I can. So I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And my family needs me and I see the way my kids look at me and I need to be Superman and, and I'm going to go and do it. And, and then you, and then the wife sees that and it's like, yes, that is my man. And then you just see this ripple effect of respect and, and protection and, and stepping up to the plate and being the guy. What I see a lot of times is, however, it's the other way around and it is devastating it is devastating to relationships because we have we have roles that are reversed we have comments that are made that are not in line with how i just described it working right it's i don't think that you're capable and i don't like what you're doing and i don't trust what you're doing and i don't think you're good at it and i am going to try and one up you And we have this battle, this power struggle of you can't tell me what to do. You can't lead me. I'm not going to back down. And there's this pushing and pushing and pushing. And my, my favorite question, whether it's in relationships or fitness or nutrition or emotions is, how's that working for you? How's that power struggle working for you? How is your refusal to submit to the leadership of your husband or husbands, your refusal to step up to the plate and be a man, how's that working in your marriage?
Because if you are on your island of me, myself, and I get on board, it's lonely. It's real freaking lonely. So you need to get on the same ship, right? And you need to figure out how to work together. And I believe that there is a huge swallowing of pride that comes, that needs to come on both ends of the spectrum, right? It needs to be the wife swallowing her fleshly sinful desire to have her way and be the boss and the man swallowing his pride of, you know, I, other people can do, you know, help me and I don't need anybody to, uh, like I'm, I don't need to do this by myself. Other people are going to take care of it. No, you are the leader. You are the guy. The buck stops with you in a heavy way, not in a power trip way, but in a, you need, you're the one shouldering the weight of your family's circumstances, right? If things are troublesome in your marriage with your kids, that's on you. If things are hard in, you know, financially or relationally or situationally, that's on you. And the wife, I think, is the one who can either blow the wind into those sails and fill her man with, you got this. We're going to be fine because I trust you to the nth degree to solve this. And I'm going to follow your lead on this. And that to me, I just picture like a puffing of a chest, right? Like the, the man just feels like, okay, like, yes, I am the man. I am the guy for this job. I am the leader of this family. And I am the one who can go and do the things. And my wife believes in me and I, I will not fail her. And we need that, that masculine, manly, God-created leadership. And then that sweet, supportive, um, God-created submission and supportive nature in the woman that, that counteracts that, right? It's, it's a helpmate thing. It's, it's the way that the Lord created marriage to be. It is not two conflicting personalities trying to outdo each other or outshine each other. It is a beautiful, amazing union of, of leadership and support. And I think that's really what's missing is because we have been driven into such a headspace of, you know, girl boss and my way or the highway and, and you can't tell me what to do. And I, you know, I'll respect you when you deserve it and you better earn it. And I guess, again, my question is, how's that working for us? How, how, how are marriages that you know of that function that way? How are they going? How are they feeling? How are they acting? Do you feel like you look at them and people seem in love and happy and satisfied in those relationships? Or is there this constant power struggle of I will win at all costs and we get really nasty. Things get really hard and really ugly really fast. And we start saying things and doing things that we probably never would have dreamed of. I mean, if you think back to when you were dating compared to now in some of these marriages, whether you knew them when they were dating, whether it's your own marriage, uh, the things that people are saying and doing to each other is mind blowing. That 
that, that we have let ourselves get to this point of, I have no respect for you. I have no, um, desire to support you or be there for you or take care of you, figure it out on your own. And it's crippling. And I personally feel like the devil is after marriages and he is out for blood and we need to be on the, on the, on guard. Um, and so how, how, how are we equipped for those battles, right? We have the armor, the, and it almost all of it is defense except for scripture is our offense. And the way that it is described in the Bible is that, you know, Christ, the husband and the wife, it's like Christ and the church. He laid his life down. So husbands, it's not about you on a power struggle. It is you taking the weight right? Taking the hit, taking the blunt, taking the everything of life to protect and support and provide for your family. And wives, you are serving and supporting and upholding and uplifting and encouraging your husband um, the way that the church loved, loves, hopefully still loves, (laughs) Christ, right? And understands the sacrifice that was given and wants to just live in, in a, in a, in a place, in a headspace of gratitude and trust and submission to, to that figure. Um, and so maybe I'm way off. I would be curious to know your thoughts. And again, I just want to throw out there that I know that, that there are marriages that are maybe too far gone. I firmly believe that nothing is beyond reconciliation in the power of the Holy Spirit. I do think that there are marriages that maybe quit too soon or, um, and, and I, and I don't know how that would have played out differently if there had been, um, if hearts were softer to the spirit and, and his leading, but I know that, that this is not a one size fits all easy, listen to her, talk about it. And then all of a sudden, all of your marriage problems are going to be solved. But I'm hoping that if this is something that you needed to hear, or you know of someone who needs to hear this and you share it with them, that there's something that is in these episodes that, that softens an area of your heart that maybe has been hardened over time that you have put up walls and you have built up fortresses around emotions and beliefs that are not what God has for you in your marriage. And that there would be a little bit of a chipping away at those hard spots that would allow you to soften your heart and your mind to what the Lord says about marriage and how we are to interact with each other in marriage and how upside down and so unnatural it can feel. I've had so many conversations with people where I suggest things and they're like, there's no way. Um, Simple things, you know, what if you just held his hand? When was the last time you just held his hand? When was the last time you hugged him for like 10 seconds? Really hugged him. When was the last time you said, I'm really grateful for you? And, and, And these marriages have gotten so far from that place that, that the reaction is, there's no way, there's no way. And I'm just praying that if, if that's you, that you can overcome that belief that there's no way and that you can do those things. You can be the first one to, to admit fault. You can be the first one to start the softer conversation, to make 
the physical connection, to say I'm sorry, to say I love you, to say I respect you, to to open up and start to peel away the layers of false lies that have been sewn and webbed into areas and, and they're in every marriage. I know. I know they are. I'm sure there are some in mine and I and I'm I try to be really mindful of places where I'm getting prideful, where I'm letting things that are not true seep into my heart and build up tension or or hardness between my husband and I and I and I always want to be the first one to not let the sun go down on my anger. That's biblical as well. Like we should not be allowing these things to fester and take root and and develop into more. So go against the grain, I guess is the moral of the story for this episode that that the way that the world says it should be isn't working. It isn't working for us. And so we need to flip it upside down. We need that upside down kingdom approach to relationships, especially the most, I think, the most sanctifying relationship you will have this side of glory is with the person that you are bound to in marriage. And I'm praying that both of you who, you know, you and your spouse would be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and that something in you, in each of you would be able to receive you know, what it is that he has for you to change so that you can grow to become more like him and that, and that the enemy would not tangle you up in any of his, his lies. So again, I really, really, really appreciate your feedback. If this is something that you enjoy, I love, uh, I would love it if you would share it, comment. Um, it just helps the podcast grow. Um, I'm not making any money on this or anything, but it's just, it's easier for me to sit in my car at lacrosse practice and talk to my steering wheel and say things that are on my heart than it is to sometimes sit um, in front of someone or whatever. So if nothing else, this is kind of like a verbal vomit that you all get to come along for. And I just, I want you to know that before I start recording every episode and at the end, before I hit publish, that I just pray that the Lord would edit my words that if it's something that I'm not supposed to share, that this episode wouldn't get published and then somehow no one would hear it. Or, but if it's something that he has for people and somehow he's choosing to use my voice and my platform to use it, that it would just spread like wildfire and that people would be um, touched by it, that they would hear what they need to hear and that they would um, make the changes that they need to make and not be rigid and, and, and closed off to it. So thank you again for listening and for spending 18 minutes and 30 seconds with me. Um, it is a joy to do this with you and I just appreciate your support. I'll catch you on the next one.